Hello and welcome back, my wonderful listening family. This is your three hosts of Unstable Opinions. My name's Gabe. These intros are just getting better all the time. I was gonna say yeah. it's getting worse. <laughs> We're just—I mean, it was kind of—it was kind of. Uh, I think they're just all bad. That, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's that's what our viewers are called now. That's what our fan base is—the listening family. I don't know. I forget already what I called them. Last week, <laughs> I you had a tag. Out. You just yeah. black out when you do the intros. Yeah, I, I made up a, a tagline that's apparently a ripoff of someone else's <laughs> that I didn't know. <laughs> so I always, I always forget whenever you do the intros. Do you, did you already introduce yourself? Didn't you? I said I'm Gabe, and yeah, then I expect okay. you guys to say your names, and you always talk about how bad the intro was. <laughs> yeah, and then don't even say your names. Well, my name is Chris. And my name is. What's my name again? Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm Gabe again. <laughs> Nick, yeah, there you go. All right. And we got a packed episode. <laughs> we got a packed night tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Unstable Opinions podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, what we usually do is talk about some general news and stuff that happened in the last week, get into what we've been uh, playing and watching and then go into a longer form review about a specific movie or game. But uh, this episode is the second part of our three-part Star Wars Complete Skywalker Saga review. So uh, last week we did uh, the prequel trilogy because we're doing them in chronological order. So we did one through three last week. Uh, and now uh, we're going to do uh, four through six, the original trilogy, this week. Um and just kind of skip over the stuff that we usually do and just get right into the review. Thank you, announcer. What, what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> it, sounded like, <laughs> it sounded like condescending. Like, oh, okay, thanks. thanks I mean, for you're like, like, you know... Thanks for, you're, thanks for uh, talking for us so we don't have you're to. The, yeah. you're the, you got the voice. Yeah, you're, you're the, the voice and we're okay. the unstable part. Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? Does that mean I'm not a, a real part of the family? No, it means that you are we're, we're like, unstable. You're the opinion. You're the whole okay. thing, man. And then we just trash on your opinion because we're unstable. I don't remember that being a trend of the last episode. I don't think any of this is true. You know what else <laughs> wasn't a trend of the last Star oh. Wars episodes? Good quality. Good quality. Which is hey, what we're going to get to talk wait, about. Wait a second. In these episodes, very excited. was very good quality. Episode I 3 don't, was okay. It was, it was, it was very... Um, it started to feel like a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> After the romance was gone. But now we get into... <laughs> it's funny because watching the original trilogy after the prequels it feels like they're getting better as they go along but in reality they started off good and then got worse um but yeah just after the prequel trilogy i guess to get into the review now uh to start it off um uh we won't i i guess i'll do a spoiler warning ahead of time because i always forget to do a spoiler warning and then i do People it should you, we, talk, yeah, we talk about a so, little bit of something and yeah then so yeah so right right up front before we get into it spoiler warning for all of the original star wars trilogy movies and uh for pretty much every Whatever other star wars about. movie all because, the prequels probably yeah and maybe some stuff in the sequels but i think we'll save most of that discussion for next week I mean, who would click on this video if they haven't <laughs> if they're not invested <laughs> yeah. in star wars yeah um 
But, uh, yeah, so spoiler warning for the entire Star Wars saga. Uh, so, to get into the review, uh, what I was saying after watching the prequel trilogy, uh, there's some decent stuff in the prequels, especially, mostly, contained in Episode 3. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, those movies, they have such robotic dialogue, and there's, like, m- many of the story beats are just boring and uninteresting. It sounds like he's forgetting Podrace existed. Well, see, that's the thing. There's good things in the prequels, but for the most part, it's not... It's not all there. Man. Yeah, but going into the originals, I was very, like, I always... For some reason, I always forget just how good they are until I rewatch them again. But there's just, over all three prequels, especially compared... Wait, did I say prequels just now or the original? You said prequels. Okay, yeah, no. Over over all of the original movies, compared to the prequels, there's just so much more fun and, like, so much more personality in the characters and, mm-hmm. like, the dialogue and so... It, it just feels way more natural in general than a lot of the robotic stuff in the prequels. Um, the... Uh, the action is a bit more... I mean, it's less chaotic than the prequels, uh, which in some cases the bigger battles of the prequels were uh, exciting, but uh, the originals, I feel like... I, keep, I, I feel like I should be saying they tone it down, but again, these movies came first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I realized after watching the prequels was that you have to watch the original before the prequels because mm-hmm. it's just filled of references in the future for the future yeah so it's better to watch originals before prequels but people like us we grew up we watched the prequels first yeah we grew up with the prequels so we watched in the wrong order but the correct <laughs> order is original and then prequels. it was hard for like after watching the prequels first and then the originals to try to like imagine it coming out in the opposite order and like mm-hmm. how they advanced they got like way I feel like they tried to be a lot bolder with mm. the prequels in both like the action and the They were trying to break new ground especially stuff. in the effects. Yeah. So I feel like that's that's why the action scenes can shine a bit more in in the prequels like some of them especially like in in episode 3 they were pretty Yeah. pretty nice but the effects they went overboard. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 a major thing I noticed going back to the originals was um uh you know, there's a ton of CGI stuff because they want in in the prequels because they want to make everything look so like grand. Mm-hmm. But then going back to the originals, you know, back when they first made them, they didn't have uh, the the tech to do that sort of stuff. So most of most of the, everything in the the originals is practical, practical effects, and it still holds up today. I, I love I, I preferred the practical effects. Yeah, like yeah. after watching back to back. I, I felt more immersed yeah. with, with the practical effects. Yeah, I feel I feel like uh, practical... I, I, I don't really have anything against CGI in principle. Like, I feel like if it's done well, it can look really good, but I always feel like, you know, the human eye can very easily detect when something is fake. So, like, even if it does look super convincing, you can still tell that it's fake. And that's the case in a lot of the stuff with the prequels. Like, you can tell that the CGI characters aren't actually there. And they're not, especially because it, they haven't really aged that well since they came out, because they were in the very early days of CGI, mm-hmm. uh, and they just got carried away. Uh, but the prequels, pretty much everything still holds up because it's all really there, and it was all designed. And when you design something in the real world, you actually have to make it blend well and look good uh, compared to like the environments and the the actors and everything. You don't just do it all later in post and then have to mix them together. And with the like 
cast that could actually interact with the practical like uh, things they have on set, and it was a really good cast. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I think everything just fit way more together. Yeah, and yeah. they had a story that I f- like that was way more together than the prequels were. Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah. The prequels relied too much on the politics, romantic, <laughs> romantic aspect to where the yeah. story was just. It was much. It was way. It felt more, like America. Yeah, thought out. <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that, but yeah. <laughs> maybe worse. I don't um, know what what Nick's talking about, but yeah, the um, there there was just a lot of uninteresting stuff in the prequels, and you know, there there's hints of like that Star Wars esque like sense of fun in it. But for the most part, like I feel like a lot of times it takes itself a little bit too seriously. Uh, whereas in these movies, uh, you know, the cast, they all have really great chemistry. They play really well off of one another. Um, it, just, it just feels way more natural. And like the humor hits way more in these movies because of that than it did in the prequels. Yeah, it makes me disappointed in the sequels that we never saw the original trio back together. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we'll get to that when we do the the sequels episode. But it's like you know, it it does kind of make me sad watching this that like you know they don't all three get a scene together in the sequels just because they do work so well together in these movies. Um, but uh, I guess in terms of I mean, we've kind of been all over the place so far, but overall in terms of the originals, uh, I mean, pretty much I have very little negatives to say, at, like. <laughs> in terms of just in general stuff like you know the practical effects still hold up really well today uh the cast is great the, the score great. is incredible yeah the acting the performances were great um everything that was good from the prequels was like a lot not better. not from the prequels it came yeah. from the originals but <laughs> okay. everything that was good in the prequels is good here and everything that was bad is good here everything that was bad is gone yeah pretty much um it's, it's yeah. Great. So real, real quick, I guess we'll go, we'll go movie by movie now. Yeah. Just in general, the originals are really, really good, uh, way better than the prequels in general. Um, and I, I almost feel like there's certain things, like there are Easter eggs in the prequels, but it's like you know Boba Fett is like you know in the prequels it's revealed that he's like a clone of his father, uh, that becomes mm-hmm. a bounty hunter because of that. Whereas in the originals he's just kind of like this mysterious guy. Um, and he does kind of go out really quickly, but, yeah. <laughs> um, just, there, there's little things like that where, like, you're like, oh, that's, that's where, what that led into, like, like, Darth Vader was just, like, he was a super whiny kid that was upset that he got passed up for a promotion, and that's why he and became Space and Hitler. He, yeah, instantly became evil just yeah. because he felt Space he wasn't Hitler. included in the crime. I mean, especially in terms of the plot twist in Empire Strikes Back, I feel like the originals are better watched first, like we said before, and I also feel like there are certain things... There are certain things in the prequels that are cool connections to the original trilogies, but there's also stuff that I feel like I would have been better off not knowing. Yeah, like if you watch Empire Strikes Back for the first time, but you've already seen episode three, you're like... Well, that was there was no point in yeah. that because I already know the twist. Yeah, um, but so yeah, in general, uh, the original trilogy, the practical the practical effects hold up really well. The performances are all great. The dialogue is great. The score is great. Pretty much everything is great. <laughs> and that's the end of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, before we go movie by movie, I did want to ask. So, I know Nick, you were kind of all over the place with how you viewed the movies, uh, just because you viewed them kind of late, like. 
you watched episode six this morning, and then you watched parts of four and five. I finished four. Yes, parts but you skipped five. you skipped the, the 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 trench run at the end because like you I knew... said, I've seen it so yeah. many times, and yeah. I've seen five so many times because it's my favorite movie. Yet I mean, we had to rewatch it. And yeah, he didn't so, even participate. Gabe, I my, have a my, job. <laughs> so I have Star Wars. That we have a podcast to do. Podcasting is my job. Um. So Gabe, how much money do you make off of it? A billion dollars. Okay, cool. Wow, YouTube money is really know, just right? going up and up today. <laughs> it's like it's like he takes all the money from us, right? Yeah, all the all the all the AdSense is going straight to him, yeah. which we don't earn because our didn't channel tell you isn't monetized. I, I put ads um, on all the videos. But what my question was, um, how did you watch these movies? Like, what what method did you use? Disney Plus. Okay, so you watched the the special editions of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I yeah I did because my brother <laughs> I didn't really have a um, a choice to it. I mean I could have watched it on my own, but mm-hmm. my brother was watching it anyway, so I just like tagged along with him as, as it lined up perfectly mm-hmm. with when I was supposed to watch it. But he was putting it, the special edition on, and I was fine with it. Yeah. I kind of find the special editions like kind of cooler because they have Jabba the Hutt there. Boba yeah. Fett is introduced sooner. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was going to watch the um, like original edition, yeah. But I mean, I felt that I, I've never saw the special edition before this. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, I um, I uh, made sure when I when I got the because I have the uh, the the DVDs. They are the special edition DVDs, but they come with the bonus disc that has the theatrical versions on it. Oh, uh, cool. And whenever I go back and watch them, I usually watch those versions just because I feel like there the is... The theatrical one? Yeah. Just because there is certain things, I feel like that the special editions, like... That, like, there's certain things, I guess, that are kind of cool. Uh, like, certain things they do in Empire Strikes Back to, like, improve the way Cloud City looks or, mm-hmm. or anything. Just, like, little things like that. Um, but there are also other little things about them that bother me, like when they replace practical characters with cgi characters that's something or, i knew that they did and that's kind of i wanted to see like how yeah, the, yeah. all the practical characters looked yeah and actually like feel that i think the best part about the special dis- edition is episode four when greedo makes that one noise to prove that han Solo shot first oh mcclunky <laughs> yeah yeah we talked about <laughs> yeah. that a couple weeks ago and that was that was a recent edition that wasn't even like because they've iterated on these movies so many times like george lucas has wanted to go back ever since i mean even before the prequels, like, when CGI was coming out, he wanted to, like, go back and change certain things about the originals, I guess, to, like, be more in line with what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's also certain things that, like, it doesn't necessarily bring down the quality of the movies as a whole because it, it's not most of it isn't fundamental, like, alterations. Uh, but there is certain things, like, you know, like, Especially in Return of the Jedi, like there's like this the scene in, in Jabba's palace at the beginning where like the band is like performing, and in the originals it's just kind of like a song with like an alien language and the alien performers are CGI. But in in the special edition, it's like it's like a music video and they're like performing <laughs> to the camera, like yeah. they're looking in the camera and like <laughs> and it's just really weird. And then at the end, like Anakin's Force Ghost is Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. Even though like it doesn't really make any yeah. sense for him to appear that way, he doesn't appear um, the way that he actually like. Well, they yeah, do the that. Moment. They should put you on McGregor in there. Whatever, <laughs> dude. It would be a sin to replace Alec Guinness, <laughs> even if it was Ewan McGregor. Um, but 
you know, there's just there's stuff like that. It's like I I feel like in in that case, even though the movie for all intents and purposes would mostly be the same, I would still just rather watch it the way it was originally released. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, usually when I go back and watch, I just rewatch the theatrical ones. Uh, but I was just curious about that because I wanted to I wanted to talk about it just because uh, you know oh my god <laughs> Jesus Christ uh, funny <laughs> stinky uh, oh god I'm gonna pull my hair out <laughs> for destroying Chris um I, I lost my train of thought oh yeah about... so just because you know we talk about the CGI in the prequels doesn't hasn't aged all that well and the CGI in the special editions really hasn't either because it was d- implemented around the same time so even though there are certain things that it does add that I think are kind of cool, I also think that it, like, dates movies that would have been timeless otherwise, mm-hmm. which is kind of disappointing. I'm happy that they but, that they have, like, the theatrical version yeah. available. That's the thing, though. It's, it's getting harder and harder to get them just because the I only way to get them that. is either getting really, really old copies of them or getting these specific special edition DVDs. Like, you can't – and the quality isn't that good. Mm-hmm. on them like they they literally scan them from the old laser disc versions yeah so uh like you know people want like the original theatrical cuts of star wars but like enhanced on blu-ray like to make it look way mm-hmm. better that'd be cool uh, or like you know on disney plus or something just i, I don't the know way the way it was like both versions on disney plus yeah time to make it trend i'm glad i, mean, I feel like the only reason they wouldn't now is because disney is afraid of fans like <laughs> bashing them for going against george lucas's wishes but i don't know i feel like it could only I mean, but there's also the fans the that room. want it yeah yeah like i would love to have just both versions they don't have to take a yeah. side yeah but you know george wants those to be the definitive ones so i guess we'll just we'll see what happens but i hope that ends up being a thing I mean, later down the line george made one through three so yeah <laughs> yeah all right so uh, now that we got that out of the way, uh, let's talk about uh, episode four, A New Hope. Episode four, review. <laughs> is that just your, your, that's your thing? That's I noticed his, that. It's just... rip off of PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I didn't even realize that I was know. You didn't have to tell him that. It's... Well, I See, felt like it should be talked about. When we first about. started this <laughs> podcast, we did the first episode, I was like, oh my God, did we really make it through that without making a single reference to no, anything else? Nick has been referencing I've been things referencing the stuff whole time. Like but See, I'm just not cultured. So yeah. I'm not familiar. Chris is, so he can get away with it. Um, we need a fist bump because we both watch PewDiePie. What's well, a bro fist? But we, they don't have to know that. But they don't have to know that. They don't have to. Know they that. probably know that. Um. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. So a new hope. A new hope. Uh. I feel like. So, this movie, I feel like, <laughs> I'd really like to like go back and experience it when it was first coming out. Uh, I would have loved to experience all of these movies when it first came yeah, out, yeah. and just and to have didn't like know Darth Vader was the dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I would have. My dream is to like have my mind erased yeah. and then watch the originals and then the prequels. Yeah. And then I still feel time. like there is very few more exciting things in terms of movies than going and seeing a new Star Wars movie on release in the theater. Like, there's just an energy to it and the sort of excitement that's, I mean, like, unparalleled. Next best thing I saw is episode like a, 7 like in, the like... Avengers movies. Yeah, but th- that's the thing. There's so many more of those, and yeah. they've come out so much more recently and more frequently, whereas yep. Star Wars, uh, I mean, you know, they've been doing one a year since Disney got them, but it's really it been a, an event since it started. It was a big started. thing when it started Like, they did the trilogy. The, the original trilogy, the movies were a couple years apart. 
And same thing with the prequel trilogy, and even even the sequel trilogy, even though there's been spinoffs in between, there's still been, like, two years in between yeah. movies. And seeing episode so, 7, 8, and 9, even though I didn't like 8 that much, it was still an experience every time I watched it. Oh, That's yeah, like, there's, there's just, like, a, from the moment it starts and you see the logo and the title crawl, it's just, like, it's there's just something about it that's just really exciting. Um, what? No, I thought of that vine. It was like, oh, turn off, <laughs> yo, the, turn flash. off the flash, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I went Classic. to New York just to see, ep- well, not just to see episode seven. But, but you saw it when you were there. Yeah, like uh, one of the, we made sure we stayed um, a little bit extra, mm-hmm. or like a couple days extra for when the release was of episode seven. And mm-hmm. we saw it in like this huge theater with like the dine-in stuff. Um, and like these leather seats, it was great. Yeah, that was an experience. Yeah, and I'm sure even like especially when A New Hope came out, it was just called Star Wars at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. But when it first came out, you know, not only wasn't an event, not only wasn't an event, but it was the first Star Wars movie. So there was also excitement just because it was this new thing. And like you know, there had been movies with effects like similar to Star Wars before. Like we had like 2001: A Space Odyssey, but I feel like it was. It introduced something, a space fantasy that was a little bit more lighthearted and mm-hmm. adventurous, whereas something like 2001 was a li- like, you know, most things had portrayed space as something that was, like, pretty scary. Other than, I guess, Star Trek, but Star Trek was a TV show. Star Trek, yeah. So. And Star Trek, uh, I feel like at that time it wasn't as advanced yeah. as Star Wars. And, and that was relatively new, too. Yeah, no, it was. Huh? Um, we're supposed to be reviewing episode four. We're, talk- mm. we're talking about we're it. We're just talking. <laughs> oh, no, we weren't. We're talking about... Well, because I'm I sorry. Just, I just think stable opinions? No, you're right. No. Jesus Christ, dude. Get, get out. Get another podcast. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I what I was... I, I, I this was going somewhere. If you would let me finish. This was going somewhere. I was just saying, I feel like a lot of the merit from episode four does come from the fact that it introduces a lot of this stuff. Like, compared to... A lot like the other Star Wars movies that have come out since, especially something like Empire Strikes Back or like you know, um, the movies that followed it. Uh, it is very much the humble beginnings of Star Wars, where it is a little bit slower paced in the beginning. There's a little bit more um, easing you into things like the introduction of the concept of the Jedi and the, the Sith and the Force and yeah. lightsabers and all that and the different planets and droids. There's just there's so much stuff that it is slower paced in general i feel like than the other ones i mean other than the prequels but the prequels were just slower paced because they were boring yeah i feel like these are still (laughs) this movie is still interesting when it is moving slower and then um uh you know things get more exciting i feel like as it goes along and as the group comes together episode four where i was just like can it speed up a little bit i don't want to be in a garbage shoot for about (laughs) 30 minutes yeah it was it was a bit slow but it wasn't like it was still interesting. It wasn't just boring politics and romance. Yeah, like, yeah. because it was introducing the world of yeah. Star Wars to, to like people from the f- for the first time. So there were so many new concepts to introduce. But I feel like they, instead of, even though there, you know, there is technically a lot of exposition, it's still de- like you know, it's delivered through telling the story in a way that keeps things interesting. Like you know, Obi Wan telling Luke about his father and like, you know, he's telling him about the history of the Jedi through a story about his father in mm-hmm. the same way you were talking about last episode where one of the best dialogue scenes in the prequels was in episode three where um, Palpatine is telling Anakin about Darth Plagueis mm-hmm. the Wise. Um, there's, a, there's a lot more of a mythical feel to it 
um, in in this movie and throughout the originals? You know, episode like four and one are the same exact movie. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That just because they both, the, just because they both have a lot of time spent on Tatooine, doesn't mean they're the same no, movie. No. No. They both have only one major plot point. That is. I don't, can't remember what Phantom Menace's main plot point is for to save my life. <laughs> and they both end the trade dispute. Hey, they both end the same way. They explode a big ship, and we're gonna talk about this in Force Awakens too. One. Oh no, Force Awakens is one, a- absolutely four, a remake seven of a new are hope. All the same yeah. movies. I don't think one is very similar to four or seven at all. I think one, other than the fact that it takes place on Tatooine. For maybe they could have been trying to mirror it, but they didn't do a great job. Yeah, it's like George Lucas says. It's like poetry. <laughs> they rhyme. Um, sure. That makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, that's why 8 didn't rhyme with the rest of them, because it was a different director. <laughs> we're going to talk about 8 next week. We can save Look, this debate. Save we can save this debate later. for next right. week. Um, but I'm going to hurt say Chris's feelings while talking about, about episode 4. Yeah, but uh, just just keep going. I'll, I'll, think, <laughs> I'll remember it. Yeah, I think something that's really interesting about this movie um, is that a lot of uh, stuff was on the cutting room floor. Uh I think I talked about this a little bit, too, in the last episode, um, where episode four was kind of a production disaster, so it's kind of a miracle that it turned out as good as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to like re-edit a ton of stuff and cut a ton of stuff out, and literally, they were left with something that was like pretty much all the good footage they had to use, and it still became a massive hit, and I feel like... You know, people say that Star Wars did change the film industry, and I feel like that's very apparent if you go back and see this as the first blockbuster movie of its kind. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I feel like, like Nick said, I feel like it. there is some moments where it does feel like things drag on a little bit in the beginning, but I feel like especially once they leave Tatooine and they start, like, you I know... I think there's still slower points. I think it's up until the final battle, like, after Obi-Wan dies is when everything gets exciting, and that's when you're like, now this is pod racing. <laughs> I think it's necessary in this one, because this, like you said, it they're kind of introducing, like, the world of Star Wars. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. supposed to be. It is necessary to, to take things it's a little bit basics. slower. It's the basics. It's the basics of for, of the Force and the Jedi, it's just like, what's yeah. going on It's the in first this movie world. of anything. You have to set everything up, so it's yeah. going to be slow. There, there was no reason for episode one to be that slow <laughs> no one yeah, needed, yeah. Um, i'm okay with see, how i feel like episode, episode one four was went. that slow because they were trying to act like oh this is the setup but no you're making people view the movies in the wrong order this way because they're mm. like oh episode one is the setup no watch four first yeah i don't know it's 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 a bit confusing um but i will so even though even despite that even though i think the slower pace does work in its advantage. I feel like it does start to feel a little bit more fun when when uh, Han, Leia, and Luke are all mm-hmm. together, uh, because then you know the the performances get a lot more exciting and like the tensions are higher. Um, and then you know the final battle is like uh, Han comes out of nowhere and he's like, "Hey bitches, I'm here to kill the Death Star." <laughs> yeah, that was a really quick edit when that happened. He just came out of nowhere. He's like, "Woo, woo, I'm back." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean that 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 was definitely like pacing is still a bit weird pace. in yeah. Star Wars. I think the but... pacing in this movie in is a little bit weird. I feel like it's weird. in comparison to the to five and six. Yeah, I almost feel like the pacing is a little weirder in Return of the Jedi, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, 
but in general, I feel like this movie sets up the world of Star Wars really well. Uh, it introduces uh, the characters in a really uh, smart way, uh, just the way that all the dialogue sort of introduces things about the world. Uh, and there's a lot of show-don't-tell, too, uh, which I feel like was something that was lacking in the prequels. Mm-hmm, uh, definitely. Where just, like, you know, you go to a new place, you can see all these different creatures, and, like, they just... I, I've said this several times now, just the way they talk about things is just... It's very refreshing after watching the prequels. I will say, probably my main problem with this movie is it's not even that big a deal. It's just a little bit, like... It's hard for me to, to suspend my disbelief uh, is just the stormtroopers. All of the, the firefights in this movie, the, the on-foot on uh, gunfights in this movie, there's, like, the characters, like, stand out in the open and shoot at each other, and everyone is missing, hey, like, all the time. Stormtroopers and, like, can't aim. That's just yeah. always been... You know, <laughs> even in the original Battlefront games, when you're a stormtrooper... It's so much harder than when you're a <laughs> They knew what they were doing. Yeah, they made it on purpose. They did that they on purpose. They made stormtroopers the worst characters. Yeah. You think it's just it's just hard to like see in that mask? Like, well, even Luke said in the fourth movie, I'm like, how do you see in this mask? Yeah, maybe that's it. Like, they made re- stupid masks. <laughs> but I even even then, like, I feel like it did get better as the movies went on. The rest of the original trilogy, even though there is some moments like that, I still like, feel like in general there's a little bit more stakes in terms of people getting hit in firefights and well, like there being a little bit more of a back and forth in episode five they were on hoff they had different uniforms in episode six they were on endor they had completely different uniforms i mean i guess so but it's still it's still really like it's like to the point where it's at point blank range yeah but like they're even, literally standing right across from them and they watching, miss them when watching return of the jedi was the same issue i feel like it's just that specific like the original stormtrooper they just always miss no it's just plot armor and even Obi-Wan specifically says in episode 4, he's like, uh, only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when they're looking at like the destroyed Jawa uh, vehicle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, there's the scene in the beginning where uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 walk across the hallway in Leia's ship. And there's people shooting in both directions. Well, C-3PO and... had bullet holes in him. But he doesn't get hit, though. He had he had like holes in him, but it, it kind of always has some damage. Yeah, it wasn't from getting shot. I mean, that's why he has a red. Ar- oh, wait, no, the, it, next week. That's <laughs> but, later on. But yeah, like they walk right through that and don't get harmed at all. I heard and, like an when argument. after after Obi Wan uh, dies and Luke is like shooting the stormtroopers and shooting the door shut, they're both right out in the open and there's shots going right past him, but somehow none of them hit him. Yeah, I heard an uh, argument that like it was. It was because like the force was protecting like all those characters, but I don't. I, I feel mean, like that's a bit of a cheap explanation. I mean, yeah, and and not all not all those that people does sound have like a George access Luke to the yeah. And, if, and not even even Luke at this point wasn't actively using the force. Yeah, exactly. And Leia so. doesn't use the force until we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah. So and then I mean I can think of even more scenes where that happened, like this, especially like. The scene where like Han like charges a group of stormtroopers and they all run yeah. away for no reason, <laughs> yeah. even though they could easily take him down. They could just all shoot him and That's actually hit him. The movie, yeah, though, and then so. he die. Just that stuff like that. It's it's just like, like I said, it's hard for me to suspend my disbelief and be like, oh okay, yeah, that makes sense that they were able to get out of that. 
they get a little bit more realistic <laughs> with the yeah with the new trilogy but we'll talk about that later yeah but overall new hope sets up the world really well it does um the pacing picks up as it goes along i, I think it works pretty well they had a great um, vision i feel like for these oh, yeah. movies yeah. and you, mm-hmm. you they, they set it up very well mm-hmm. with and this four. was back when george lucas actually had to collaborate with other people to, to, <laughs> to get his vision accomplished yeah. uh so you know there's still you know there's a lot of just fun writing and character interactions um and some of the most iconic moments and scenes and characters in any movie uh which carries over through the entire trilogy uh so uh moving on let's talk about the best movie in the series empire strikes back number five (laughs) no (laughs) this movie is a masterpiece yes empire strikes back yes yeah It, it was my favorite i think this is it's because i i still like uh, this is an unpopular opinion. Force Awakens is my favorite Star Wars movie as of right now. Uh, we'll see where it stands when we rewatch them again uh, <laughs> next week. But uh, Empire, I feel like, is pretty much as good as as a sequel as anyone could have asked for. It's, pro- it's I feel probably like, like Empire is like the ideal Star Wars movie. Yeah, this it literally it takes everything be. that A New Hope did well and amplifies it and builds on it. Uh, you know, they introduce even more iconic characters and locations. The character interactions that were good towards the end of A New Hope are carried over throughout the entire movie. And even when it starts, it's like, it's those three. Yeah. And like, like, it's like, Luke's not here. Luke's my friend. And like, right before, like in episode four, he was like, I'm leaving you guys. (laughs) And now in episode five, he's like, Luke's my friend. Let's go find him. Yeah, and even though Luke is gone, like, separated from the group, you know, his motivation to go fight back against the Empire at the end of this is, oh, I have to go save my friends. Um, so, you know, this movie introduces uh, Dagobah and Yoda. Uh, I feel like Yoda in this movie I loved especially. He's so much because better he's than he was in the Yoda. prequels. Because in the prequels, he's so boring. <laughs> And he's in this movie. He's on his he back, and they dick, made dude. a whole song about he's it. He's the yeah. reason that Anakin like fell to the dark side, and all and the rest of the Jedi. But like Yoda gave up on him, and now like yeah. Yoda's awesome. He was very. He was always so stern in the prequels. Like, he was always so serious, and then you know you cut to now, and he's been in exile for years, and he's like toying with Luke and pretending like he isn't actually Yoda, and he's gonna bring him to Yoda, and then. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just something. It's just so. so. Watching the prequels, like, even though I knew that Yoda got better, watching this after watching the prequels just made me realize how much better I like Yoda mm-hmm. in in the movies. After like you know chronologically after the prequels, than he was in the prequels. He's just such a boring character in the prequels, yeah. and this makes up for it in spades. Um. So you know that's, I mean. So that's, God, I'm like stumbling over my words again. Okay, my turn. Uh, best part of the movie. Yeah, this the is biggest... see when I see when I start stumbling over my words, that's oh, your cue to come yeah. in and help me out. <laughs> the best part of the movie, in my opinion, is the big twist, which is why I say don't watch prequels before, mm-hmm. because if you watch prequels, you're like, oh, I just watched episode yeah. three. I know Darth Vader is the father, but if you go into episode five and go like, what? Mm-hmm. He's the daddy. See, that's that's interesting though because. There's very few people now because that Star Wars is such that. a 
phenomenon. Yeah. There's very few people that don't know that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Just because the line, even though it's not Luke, I am your father in the movie, that line is just so famous uh, that anyone going into Star Wars for the first time pretty much knows. Uh, I did watch a reaction video recently on YouTube where somebody was watching them in chronological order and they knew Darth Vader was Luke's father, but they didn't know Anakin was going to become Darth Vader. So, oh. so in the moment in episode three where where, um, he, where, where he, Palpatine is like, is henceforth, you are, you are you'll Darth be known Vader. as Darth Vader. They're like, what? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that's, like, oh, that's really interesting. See, I want, I want that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to feel that, like yeah. for the first time. And there are, I mean, you say that like there's people that like everyone knows this, but people are like, there's always going to be some people, people are that being don't. like born all the time, yeah. and they have, they're not born knowing. Yeah, if you yeah. if you're gonna my show, goal is to show my kids Star Wars before they go into kindergarten. If you're gonna mm. show like your children or just like well, your do you little, think they'll even retain little siblings from it? or know, something, maybe. the we'll Star try. Wars movies, you got to show the original. I retain some stuff yeah. from back then, kind of. Mm. I know I hated my kindergarten teacher. I remember. <laughs> That's all I remember. I was like, I was like, I'm waiting for this to become relevant. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Well, um, my kindergarten teacher, teacher, teacher was actually um, a big Star Wars fan. It was so. Actually, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Obi Wan. He taught me the ways of the Force. Uh, okay. Nick, please. What was he acting in that time? <laughs> we should just like bleep out every time you burp. <laughs> Just like make it seem no, like don't you did say something that really he's vile. Oh, bleep gonna... that out too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, where were we? Empire Strikes Back. Yes. The plot twist. It's such a crazy thing, where like movies nowadays, uh, part of these big mega franchises, are so secretive. Whereas I feel like I don't know if people were expecting something that huge from Star Wars at the time. Probably. But not they didn't have to be secretive that back then. Well, they kind of did. I know. I know. Like you know. Star Wars was kind of gaining steam as it went along, uh, but, you know, the plot twist they did, you know, Mark Hamill has talked about, you know, like, they replaced the line in the script so that people didn't know about it and just spread it around because they wanted mm-hmm. it to be a surprise. Uh, I think I was reading an interview that, not like, Mark Hamill didn't know that Darth Vader was the father of Luke until he read the script. Well, yeah, no, because the line was, Obi-Wan killed your father, and that's the line that everyone had like gotten that was involved in the scene but then they pulled them aside and they were like okay actually this is the line <laughs> don't tell anyone or we'll know that it was you that leaked it and you'll get in trouble um but yeah just i feel like that was such a like i mean george lucas did say like you know he planned out most of this stuff before he even made the first movie and like how much of that is true remains to be seen um but i think it is cool uh, the idea that he had this idea that Darth Vader would be Luke's father all I feel along. Like he, did, he at and least planned that part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leia being Luke's sister, I'm not he sure did about. Not, but I'm not I, sure I, about. I don't think he planned that um, part. Yeah, there were, yeah, way too much. A, a mm. lot. I think a lot of the family tree of the Skywalkers he didn't really um, have thought out yet. Yeah, but just he had an idea for where the story in general was going. Yeah. Um. Uh, so other than the big plot twist in Yoda and Dagobah. Uh, Hoth. Hoth is really cool. That's, the worlds in this movie are really cool. Well, they didn't go to Tatooine. You know, through episode one through six, this is the only movie they didn't, weren't at Tatooine. Really? Mm-hmm. They went to Tatooine in episode three? End of the movie when they were dropping Luke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. True. And then, like, you know, the sequels, 
Uh, just don't go there. I mean, they just don't go there, but, you know, episode, episode 7 nine, has... Episode mo- 9 might go there. Well, they both... Episode 7 and 9 both have desert planets. Which yeah. is, even if it's not Tatooine... I think 9 might be Tatooine. Desert planets are a staple. Yeah, and I'm kind of glad they like, didn't go to a yard. desert planet. In... Even Mandalorian has desert planets, like multiple mm-hmm. of them. Mandalorian went to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. spoiler alert for Mandalorian. <laughs> um, uh, and I, oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, in general, like... Like I said, you know, this movie, Empire, improves on so many things about New Hope. The action, I feel like, is is more intense and fun. Uh, There's a lot more creative uh, set pieces uh, with, like, you know, they introduced the walkers in this movie. Oh, yeah, that's Uh, true. They introduced, like, the the speeders with the two pilots in this movie. Uh, There's just, I feel like the original Star Wars movie brought so much creativity to the table and this one, rather than just coasting off of what the original did, it actually tries to do even more yeah. like creative things. Every single world, like Dagobah, Hop, and Cloud City, they're all new worlds. Yeah. Like, none of the other Star Wars movies did that. They kind of just rubbed off everything else. Like, even mm-hmm. Episode Seven, like... We're not going to use Tatooine, but yeah. we're going to use the same exact concept. Yeah. I feel like in this, he, like George Lucas was really at his prime. And like I said yeah. last uh, last week, he's like a world builder. That's mm-hmm. what he, I think that's yeah, what yeah, he's yeah. best at. His, I, I can get immersed in this world yeah. that he's built, especially in the originals and yeah. in this movie. And I like, you know, I did say in, in the last episode, George Lucas, for the prequels especially, wasn't that great of a writer. But he did do a lot of the writing for the original trilogy. Uh, and he was heavily involved in a lot of the production stuff, even if he wasn't fully at the helm the entire time. So, you know, he, he is a talented guy, just that didn't always shine through in the prequels, um, just because of the way the production went and all the, the creative control he got. Um, uh, I was going to say something after. I was going somewhere. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. So, I was talking about... I was talking about... Uh, this movie builds on stuff from A New Hope. The thing I wanted to talk about especially was the practical effects again. Uh, this movie, they barely altered anything about it in the special editions just because so many of the practical the practical effects look so good. Uh, like, you know, for the Tauntauns and stuff on Hoth, they use stop motion. And it, Everything even though Hoth you can kind so of tell good. a little bit, it does blend really well together. Yeah. Um, it's the fact that everything's white, so you can't really see it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, like, you know, the ships and the and the walkers. Um, I'm trying to remember. Dude, the hop ships are probably my favorite out of Star Wars. Yeah. Like, when they're circling they're really around cool. the giant things, you know, like, yeah. oh, we're going to trip you. I like the idea Spider-Man. that they're almost, like, not even, like, rocket ships. They're almost, like, just hovercraft that move really fast. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I was trying to think, because both... New Hope and Return of the Jedi have, like, you know, the big space battle at the end. Whereas this movie kind of ends... This movie took a lot of risks yeah. for the time. Like, like with, the, with the plot twist being that the main character is the son of the main villain. And, like, they end the movie on a really dark note where, like, Han is frozen in carbonite and then, like... Luke, Luke lost, lost his, his hand. hand. Yeah. And then brother and sister are kissing each other. You know, <laughs> every, we didn't every... know that yet, but, you know... I mean, yeah... Yeah, uh, but you know this movie just in terms of everything, it was super creative and bold, and it's continuously entertaining throughout the entire thing. I pretty much have no problems with this movie at all. Uh, 
Because it's the perfect Star Wars movie. Pretty much. Perfect this is movies. this is even if I have like a different person, even if I end up having a different personal favorite at the end, I feel like this is probably the peak of the entire this Star Wars is franchise. The ideal Star Wars. Because it's everything too well. <laughs> What, like episode two? <laughs> yeah, episode two. Because this is technically the second Star Wars movie. Yes, but it's everything episode two. Yeah. This was Star it's, Wars it's two so made right. It's so just creative and ambitious. <laughs> and, you know, there's been, despite the efforts of many and the successes of many movies following it, you know, there's just very little, there's a very little catalog of movies that can live up to what Empire Strikes Back that's said. That's why like, I've been Alpine enjoying Mandalorian so much because it reminds me so much of the empire feeling like it's a slow moving story mm-hmm. but the entire time you're captured mm-hmm. that might be because of baby yoda but <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, baby yoda has, does a whole lot of other things for the franchise baby yeah. yoda for instance the there's the a t-shirt with him on it but since he does his canonical name isn't baby yoda it's the child so they just have a t-shirt with a google image of him on it that just is the child above it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if you have Disney Plus, you can now make Baby Yoda your profile picture. Take it before oh, yeah. anyone P- else does. PSA. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is kind of a. I'll bring this up at the end. This is a. T- That's a tangent that doesn't have a lot to do with it. Oh, it's yeah. just it's in terms of expensive Star Wars things. Anyway, Empire Strikes Back is pretty much perfect. Yep. Let's talk yep. about Return of the Jedi. Ah <laughs> um, yes. My second favorite Star Wars movie. It's, this movie is really good. Still, they're yeah. all good. That's what we're getting yeah. at here. <laughs> the original trilogy, as a as a contained series, is just it, it's incredible. And I feel like Return of the Jedi, well, it doesn't quite reach the same heights as Empire for me. I still feel like it does a lot for the series um, because this was originally, I guess, the conclusion. Um, of the Star Wars saga, because there was plans, George Lucas did plan for a sequel trilogy, but then ended up canceling it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie, I feel like, I, I want to get the negatives out of the way first, just because it's like, there's a there's a few of them, but I feel like, I, I don't know. They're just, That's they're all just on you, I can't really think of a negative. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not anything too serious, I just feel like the pacing is a little bit weird. Yeah. Like, I feel like in I mean, general, like, there isn't as much intensity to it yeah like like there's there's a very similar trench run i mean you know there's the trench run in in a new hope and like you know that whole time it's sort of impending doom uh for the rebels and they're like seconds away from being blown up before they blow up the death star whereas i feel like in this movie even though there's a big battle going on it doesn't have that same level of intensity to it just because even though their weapons are operational they aren't using it and there isn't much of like a countdown uh and just i I feel like not even just that situation specifically but i feel like you know just in general i feel like this one is with how dark empire was i feel like this one's more lighthearted in general with like the ewoks taking down the stormtroopers in the forest you gotta agree that that was one of the best star wars (laughs) like sequences of all time just the like ewoks destroying the walkers I don't, I don't different know, ways. I don't know if I'd say that. I mean, I don't know if cool. I'd say best it's Star really Wars sequences. I, I, I did enjoy it. That it. See, was that's a the very thing is that cool even though, you know, with how bold and ambitious Empire was, this movie is creative in its own ways. I feel like it doesn't reach the same heights for me just because it isn't as tense 
I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for what was originally the finale of yeah. the series, it feels like there isn't as much stakes to it, I guess, just because of the way it's presented with a little bit more humor See, and a little like, bit more, like... Like, to you, that's a problem here, but, like, in future movies, I felt like that was a problem because they always make it tense to where I don't want every movie to have a super, like, yeah. crunched I ending. feel like Star Wars is best when it has a mix of the two. I feel like Empire does have kind of a good mix of the two just yeah. because it does have a lot of good humor. Mm-hmm. Like, um, episode four was a just, it's you're about to get blown up, and it's like... Yeah. But it was also <laughs> moving slow to where it kind of... Yeah, it, and it was a little bit simpler than the other ones, too, because it was introducing everything about but the But then six us. didn't have it at all, so, like, five yeah. was the perfect mix of the two movies. Yeah. But, like, in the future, like, next week when we talk about it, my biggest complaint about eight you're going to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, I, I mean, in terms of that, there's that. Uh, I feel like uh, I, I did mention the pacing a little bit. That kind of has to do with the intensity, just the way that scenes are structured, mm-hmm. uh, not only makes it feel like there's a little bit less intensity, but also just the way things flow doesn't always work for me. Like, it's it feels weird to say this, but I feel like this movie is always, every time I watch it, it's always shorter than I remember it being, and it's not... Yeah, when we were watching it, I'm like, two hours already passed, because like, yeah. it just goes faster. Yeah, and it's not movie. even really just because I'm engaged the whole time. It's just because I feel like not a lot really happens. Like, they go they go to rescue Han Solo, and then, you know, he goes to Dagobah well, for his quick little meeting with for Yoda. For four or five, there were, like... And then they're basically on Endor for the rest of the like thing, four or five, and Luke there were separates... three different, like, plot points throughout the movie. Yeah. Like, four was, they were on Tatooine. And then they rescued Leia, then they were on Yavin 4, and they did the whole battle. Mm-hmm. And then 5 was, they were on Hoth, then Dagobah happened with um, Luke, and then they were on Cloud City. In this movie, it was yeah. straight from Tatooine to Endor, so it felt a lot shorter, because there were only two main plot points. When every, like, a good Star Wars movie always had three. Mm. Like, if you... I mean... Yeah, I'm like I'm like just, thinking about it. Like like every like the better Star Wars movies have always had like these three main plot points throughout. Like seven and three, they had like it these, is a, a much more just straightforward movie. Mm-hmm. I feel and like get, I feel like, but like it's still like yeah. a really good story. Like other than that, yeah, I just feel like like certain things like it made the pacing weird, splitting it like directly in half instead of into three parts. Yeah, and like the 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 Han rescue at the beginning of the movie is cool. But I also feel like it's sort of disconnected from everything else. So by the time I made it to the end of Return of the Jedi, I wasn't even I wasn't even really thinking about it because after they get Han back, it's not really relevant to the rest of the story. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's just kind of like pushed aside. They just needed to do it because they needed, you know, Han was frozen at the end of the last one, so they need to resolve that plot point. Um, But yeah, so that's that's basically my. I just don't remember what happened in between, like, like I remember there was Dagobah in between Tatooine and Endor, but I don't remember the whole rebel plan thing, like, it, you just forget it. Yeah, m- many, many Bothans died to bring them information. <laughs> See, that, that's the thing, too, is that, like, you know, the re- the rebels having the plans to the Death Star was such a big deal in in the other ones, and they even made a whole spin-off movie about it. A whole movie. Uh, which, you know, wasn't relevant at the time, but... In, in this one, they just kind of have the plans already. Uh, and they yeah. say, you know, like, people died to bring them the information, but, you know, we don't know anything about that. So, and it just kind of seemed like it was convenient. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I kind of want to see a movie on that now. <laughs> Maybe one day. The, the Bothans, a Star Wars story. I mean, that would be really cool to see him break, like, break into the Empire. But would it just be a rehash of Rogue One? It would. It would be kind of the same concept. I mean, but I think they had to go into the Death Star this time, which would be cooler because mm. when have we ever seen like a movie inside the Death Star? A New Hope. A New Hope. And Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally, there's anymore. there's like whole thirds of both of those movies that take place All entirely inside the Death inside Star. Yeah, I completely Death Star. forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know what you're. That was the Death Star. <laughs> The yeah. New Hope was in the Death Star. Yeah. 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 That's oh, yeah, no it was. That's a space station. But I mean, it would be cool to see, like, the rebels in there instead of just... They are rebels. Like, in it, like... <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I'm like just, I'm just telling you, man. Like, a I squad mean, of like, people is not the main what, character. There's movies out there that you just watched that are exactly Did what you're you asking for. just watch them? I mean, he watched parts of he them, I guess. He watched parts of them. He said he was too busy... So like working, <laughs> working or whatever, what making money. Yeah. I need money or participating in the economy, whatever that means. Oh, I God. put a hundred percent into but, this podcast. And this is how I'm treated. I put all my eggs into this basket. <laughs> if this it's fails, working out, I don't know what's gonna. I, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't to me. know what I'm gonna do. But okay, so now positives, creativity again. They keep building the, on it. The too. speeder bike sequence and and Endor. Endor, I feel like, is a really Endor cool planet. Endor as a planet is the one of the best things. And yeah, just like the, the visuals of the Ewok it's village. It's kind of sad and, that they didn't add any new planets. Everything just went back to Tatooine and Dagobah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Endor. Endor was new for this movie. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they I guess rehashed the Death Star. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they still changed up that sequence a little bit. Um, but I still think Endor is a really cool world, um, for a lot of the movie Ewoks. to take place on. Uh, people Ewoks. complain about the Ewoks. I like, I, Ewoks. I like them. I, I, I mean, if I'm going to complain about what are the two complaints Star Wars characters, I don't know. People porn. just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I heard, I hear this in the, the internet space just that like people think that they're like, they shouldn't be able to take down stormtroopers so easily and like, but they oh, didn't. they're like they were being annoying or whatever. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just because we're living in an era where there's far worse cute like creatures out there like minions and stuff like that. Oh god. We're just these are super tame to us now. Um, but yeah, the Ewoks didn't bother me. I thought they were cute. I like the Ewoks. I thought yeah. they they did great. And I thought C three PO being their like god was really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like Luke using the Force to like levitate him above everyone else to scare them. That was great. Dude, there's the. Like they had a great balance with the with the comedy yeah. and the action there. Mm-hmm. The action in this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. Like just in general, like the speeder bike sequence I said before, that's one of my favorite action sequences in any Star Wars movie. Yeah. Hey, don't forget about Luke when he gets his lightsaber from R two and starts yeah. going ham. And on it's those. green. Like that was like I mean that wasn't a new thing for people like people like us that watched the the prequels first. I like first, the green lightsaber like, with Luke better. Like when he's yeah. holding the blue lightsaber, I'm just like it doesn't go. I with still him. think. That even though I had seen plenty of green lightsabers before, him after losing his last one, igniting it and it being green, and ha- him having built it since the events of the last one, is still really cool. It's just like Anakin with his green lightsaber. It's just like I like these characters better with green. Mm, yeah, I just green is cooler. Purple, I guess. <laughs> purple lightsaber is pretty dope. That's only for one character. It's only for one, one character, character in the entire saga. He deserves it. 
Yeah, if anyone else ever had a purple lightsaber in the movies, people would have a fit. I, so. Sam Jackson would have a fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson have would have a fit. Be like, hey, get new that. That's not yours. Give, um, give Finn a purple lightsaber. <laughs> Sam Jackson would go like, nope. Oh, God, oh my no. God. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? It's cursed. <laughs> um, God, what was I saying? Action is, action in action is the Jedi great. is really good. Comedy is very um, good. The, um, you know, the scene at the end where they're, the Ewoks are taking down the Stormtroopers, it's not that tense. There isn't a whole lot of stakes, but I still think it's really fun. Um, Hashtag rip Boba Fett. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, unless unless Mandalorian. Sh- <laughs> we're not talking about That's that. for another. We did say spoilers for pretty much everything. So everything we're talking about Star that in yeah. January when it's oh done. yeah when it's done yeah. when season one is done we'll do an episode. I think, but if we're gonna do a Mandalorian for unstable opinions, <laughs> I mean, a Mandalorian episode. If you're watching this in January, guys, you don't want to hear about Mandalorian here. Yeah. You, you can go check out the episode that's gonna be out at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So. What else is there to cover about Return of the Jedi? Nothing. Uh, action's really good. Really good movie. Yeah, the there's a lot. There's a lot great. more humor in it. I feel like. I mean, there's there's the same level of humor. I feel like out of the original trilogy, this is the funniest. I think it's because the cast got comfortable with George Lucas and everyone else, and they're like, "Let's do this, this, and this yeah. instead." Yeah, for the first, you know, one you know, there's just, just lines. That I feel like they have much more of a. Especially after doing all the the previous two movies together, that have it's more just of a like, sense of camaraderie. It's just yeah. like when like, we watched the Avenger movies. It's like in yeah. Endgame. It's like the cast came up with most of their lines. Yeah, know? like like when when uh, Luke and Han meet back up, and Han's like, "How's like how are things going?" And Luke's like, "Same as always." He's like, "That bad, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like as as they went on in this uh, trilogy, they kind of got like more used to each other, and they worked off each other more, and it got funnier. Mm-hmm. And but five was still like the best balance between like the the action and the plot development and the comedy yeah but it was the the comedy was the best in, in mm-hmm. six yeah okay so we've covered action comedy i guess we should probably do story beats uh the emperor is really cool uh, i was gonna say the score because we never talked about it I mean, oh yeah, well, I mean we've mentioned it briefly. The score is one of the best parts there's of all n- of these movies. There's nothing bad to I say. I think personally, yeah. out of the three movies, the score for six is the best. Mm. I think I, I like Empires. There's, just, there's a lot more music through the through six. Yeah. And a lot of Empires music is in six. Yeah. I feel like my favorite because this is kind of cheating because a lot of I mean, I guess a lot of uh Empire's music is in Return of the Jedi. But I kind of give it Empire more credit for introducing them. Like they have Yoda's theme in Empire. Yeah. They have the Imperial March for the first time. In... Is that really the first time? Yeah, in it's not in. It's not in A New Hope. Oh yeah, because um, Darth Vader only came up in a few scenes. That's when he's killing Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't. But yeah, I I, I I think Empire's score is probably the best out of all of them. But that's Episode Six still but has a, a really New good Hope. Score. Did introduce the Force theme. Yeah. Which is the best Star Wars theme of all time. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You were saying that about the Imperial March. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. I didn't say that. You did. When? Um, I don't know. At some point. I think before we started. Uh, this doesn't sound very so reliable. It's, <laughs> so it's Look, not recorded. My source is uh, just If it's not bro. on the Unstable Opinions podcast, I, made, I walked it out of the bathroom playing Imperial March. Doesn't mean I said it's the best I think one. you said that that mm. was the best score. No, I didn't. Yeah, just trust me. Don't trust Maybe it's Gabe. a casual thing. Anyway, uh, back to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. The score is really good. 
the Emperor, uh, he's mentioned in the other movies, and he makes a brief appearance, but some other guy is playing him in the original version, which I think is one of the better special edition changes, is that it's uh, Ian McDermott. Uh, but uh, the Emperor in this movie is really great. Uh, he's very, like, sinister, uh, and he's also kind of fun. <laughs> he's just fun to watch. Um He's like, you want your lightsaber? Yeah. Come get it. <laughs> yeah, he was, I mean, he was one of the best parts of the prequels. So seeing seeing yeah. him again pretty much acting the same way as he was at the end of episode three uh, was really great. Um, and, you know, he's probably going to come back in nine, but we'll talk about that next week when we review. Yeah, That's close. crazy that episode nine is coming out next week. Yeah. Hey, Gabe, <laughs> you want to go see it with me? Because Gabe first is hanging with his girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so get a girlfriend and then yeah. see episode nine. <laughs> um, I don't even know what day you're seeing it. Alright, and then Darth Vader, I feel like this is... It's cool that we get to see him outside of the mask talking. Um, I just feel like... <laughs> uh, when the, he does take off the mask, obviously he's not threatening anymore because he's not bald, technically bald. a bad guy anymore. Yeah, he's um, turned over. But you know, it does kind of. There is kind of a thing where like you're like, really, this is the guy that was behind the mask the entire time. This. That's how I. That's how I look at and it. And then anyway. you go back this and watch space three, and you're like, oh, that's why he looks just be- like that. Yeah, just because James Earl Jones's voice for Darth Vader in all of these movies is so threatening and commanding, and then you know you watch Anakin in the prequels. And then you see, I don't know what the guy's name is that plays in at the end of Return of the Jedi, uh, uh, you know, just a burnt up man. Just, yeah. And like they're not. I mean, Anakin in Episode Three and <laughs> this guy, I don't know his name <laughs> at the end of Return of the Jedi. They're not bad. It's just it doesn't really mesh with what I see as Darth Vader. They're they're so. great Anakin's, but they're not <laughs> Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, other than that, I mean that's pretty much. I mean, we didn't talk about Lando. Lando's oh, fun. Oh, Lando. <laughs> I was going to Lando talk. was in Empire, he and, was, he's, yeah. and he's also a really good part about Empire. Yeah, he's uh, a traitor. <laughs> but, you know, him flying the Millennium Man, he Falcon. He gets a bad rap, like, you, know? you know? He saves them. Yeah, well, actually, Lando screwed over Han, saved Leia, and then Han saved Lando. It's a... It's a triangle. It's mm. a love triangle. They're all going to have sex anyway. <laughs> okay. And... I watched Solo recently, too, so, like, this isn't even really on the part of the original movies, but just, like, after watching Solo, uh, like, seeing Han and Lando talk about the stuff that they did in the past after watching that movie is a little bit more, like, I don't know, I guess satisfying. No, even I, though not I, a lot I, of people, yeah. not, not a lot of people really, like, hold Solo highly in the Star Wars, in their Star Wars rankings. I like Solo. Solo's, like, but... halfway for me, just because there's some really bad movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> um one and two <laughs> not saying any names but yeah not know. not naming any names but the phantom menace here, and the attack right? of the clones yeah <laughs> you don't want to know about it here i mean uh, there's come a back whole... last week <laughs> come back last yeah. week um okay okay uh rating so, time yeah i think so i think i pretty much review i pretty much talked about most of what i want to talk about all of these movies are great Empire, I think, is the peak of the trilogy, uh, but um, A New Hope and Return of the Jedi are both really good in their own ways. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I, I guess... I can am, choose. Am I going to... Okay, Gabe's yeah, going Nick. first. Gabe goes first. Okay, so would, um, episode four? Yes. We're um, doing them. We're going to go around and do them in order. All right. Like always. This was a 
an amazing start to the entire franchise. I feel like um, you can't really get better with like an introduction mm -hmm. to Star Wars. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to give it mm, eight out of twelve uh, pod racers. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Cool. Bringing it bringing it back to the originals. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I gotta think about this. Well, I mean, my general summary of my thoughts, uh, like Gabe said, it's a great introduction to the series. Uh, after watching the prequels especially, this was very refreshing to see much more personality and fun. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know what the word for it is. It's just more mystical, I guess, and a little bit... It's definitely more entertaining <laughs> than many of the prequels, uh, or most of the prequels' uh, content. Uh, so I am going to rate it, uh, eight blue lightsabers out of a red lightsaber. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a rating of 7.5 dead Obi-Wan out of 10 force ghost. <laughs> he, got, he got chopped into, into one quarter and three quarters. <laughs> okay, Gabe. Episode Gabe. Five. Right, episode five. It's it's just my favorite. It's really good. I mean, outstanding job. Uh, Lucas does it again. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? I mean, uh, he really made the money on this one, right in the. <laughs> he, 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 it's getting very late. Um, what more? What more can I say? It's about um, ten out of uh, ten point five. Millennium Falcons. <laughs> I was, I was gonna when you when you said it's about like, and I thought you weren't approximating your rating. I thought you were gonna give a plot summary. <laughs> like you're just gonna be like, it's about a boy it's named about, Luke. Um, he goes on an adventure so, to Dagobah. Yeah, it's about Luke trying to you know learn about the Force and uh, Yoda's good this time. Yoda's cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yoda's cool. <laughs> give, your, uh, give yours. All right, I give this. Okay, this movie is uh, what most other big franchise movies can only ever hope to be. Uh, it's a great follow-up to the original and one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. Uh, I give it uh, a five out of five episode fives. I hate you. <laughs> okay, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, this is my cool. favorite movie. I think the best movie. And ever? ever? No, Pirates 3 is the best movie ever. Frozen <laughs> oh, 2 is the best movie ever. Super Mario Brothers is the best, best, movie, best movie ever. ever. Okay. But you don't want to know about you it. You don't want to know about it. Here. You can go I'm to going it. to rate it 10 Frozen Han Solos out of Bo Boba Fett's paycheck. Uh, he wasn't frozen. He was like in carbonate. Like he wasn't. He was in frozen ice. in carbonite, Gabriel. I mean, like it's kind of different. Like they say know, okay, in High the School movie, Musical. Give us your episode six rating. They say in okay. the movie he's frozen in carbonite. High School Musical Two is not a High School Musical movie. Just rate Return of the Jedi, please. Oh yeah, so the re the Jedi returns. No. And well, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, but that's yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it was, it was great. I had a laugh. Um, I had a good time. It was a laugh riot. Yeah. I really, it, it was a solid movie. Uh, um, I'm going to give it a, uh, nine. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it a nine. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like the movie nine? 
Yeah. They released on 9-9-2009. That's what I was getting at. Cool. <laughs> so now your turn. Okay. Star and Wars. Now. Episode 6. Return of the Jedi. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, uh, you know, like I said, Empire's the peak of the trilogy, but I feel like this is still a really good follow-up to Empire uh, and one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Uh, so... I would rate it um, eight Ewoks out of the Lord C-3PO. You know, you <laughs> took my rating. Really? Well, not my. Yeah, I was gonna rating. name. I was Did, gonna were do... you gonna rate it out of Ewoks? Ewoks out of C-3PO. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna do okay, eight, but eight now Ewoks I have to do one. Yeah, you gotta come up with another one. Yeah. Oh, I already got one. I rate this one eight point five emperors being thrown over by Darth Vader. <laughs> the end. Nice. All right. Well, that's the original Star Wars trilogy. So uh, if you're still here listening with us, uh, rambling, uh, bearing through all of Nick's uh, burps um, or whatever we decide to make them in I just post. Got, I got one thing to say We're going to keep them burps because I'm not editing. Yeah. <laughs> we commend you for that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this is probably, honestly, I, I dread looking at the runtime for this episode. Two hours. But uh, <laughs> next week, we're going to be reviewing... All of the Star Wars sequel trilogy, including The Rise of Skywalker. So it'll probably be an so, hour long. It'll probably... Yeah, because we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about 7, trash 8, and talk about 9. So I hope you're ready for that. Uh, so thank you very much for listening to this uh, long, rambling discussion. Uh, we love you, and we love Star Wars, and we hope to see you back next week for the finale. So That's right. See ya, bitches. <laughs> Don't... Don't do that. Come on. They're nice people. I'm sorry. I love you guys. We you guys love are you. my family. <laughs> yeah, you're, <laughs> you're my brother. You're my brother, Anakin. Oh, I, I love hate you. you. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>